0: and welcome to this cannot be serious a tennis podcast i'm henry and this is joe hello uh far from journalists just a couple of tennis fans uh who love the game and want to chat a little bit more about it. how are you doing today joe
1: yeah not too bad thanks uh bit of a lull after the australian open-ended but other than that not too bad how about you
0: yeah very well thanks yeah obviously yeah sad to see the australian open go but uh yeah, it was a great tournament. Nice to see some tennis and some live fans as well. Um, so probably best place to start, maybe might might be at the end actually with uh, the Novak Djokovic Medvedev final. Um, I don't know what your thoughts were on it. Obviously disappointing from a tennis neutral fan. I don't think uh, I think we're far from Djokovic or Medvedev fans. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, what were your thoughts on the final? Uh, abysmal. Yeah.
1: I don't know any other way to put it. Um, I watched. I think I probably watched the first two sets and then just gave up completely.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was hard. It was a hard watch. I think uh, I was having a look at Medvedev's post-match press conference where I think he called uh, he called Djokovic a cyborg of tennis, (laughs) uh, which I quite liked. But I think it was. it's interesting seeing those finals, I think now, because, um, I think the, the other players apart from those top, well, top three, obviously Murray, when he was, when he was there, they're just so far and away, not performing in those finals. Um, and it's, it's worrying to see really, um, obviously great that those guys are amazing tennis players, but I'd like to see some of those guys step up a little bit more.
1: Yeah. You have to, it begs the question, if not now, when you, you said the other day, um, do, does anyone really believe that Dominic team wins that U.S. Open last year if Djokovic doesn't assault a lineswoman?
0: Yeah,
1: um, and I mean, to me, the answer is a is an obvious no.
0: Yeah,
1: um, and that's why, for me personally, that that U.S. Open title and team being called a Grand Slam champion will forever have an asterisk next to his name. Yeah, unless he beats unless he wins another and beats one of the top three to actually win that title.
0: Yeah. Do you think, I I mean, I was, I was thinking today, do you think those top three guys once, I mean, even when they're gone, like if any, if any of those guys kind of win a few titles or a few slams after they're gone, do you think there's a little bit of a, well, you didn't do it when the top three guys were there. So, you know, so they kind of need to, I think they need to prove it now just for their legacy going forward.
1: Exactly. Because, I mean, we, I wouldn't say we're casual tennis fans, you know, we watch far more tennis than the average tennis fan. But if you're looking at it from a neutral perspective, and you see someone like Dominic Thiem win, you know, ends his career with five grand slams, but he wins the next four of them, when all of those other three guys have retired, Clearly, he wasn't good enough to beat any of the top three when they're around. So he's a worse tennis player and he's just taking advantage of the situation.
0: Well, at the but end he... of their careers as well, though. No? You know, I mean, it, yeah. you know, they're not even, these guys are, you know, how old's it? Djokovic must be 33, 34, Nadal similar. And obviously, Fed's a bit older than that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, we're not talking about guys in their prime right now.
1: Oh, absolutely not. Um, And I think it, for me personally, if I start seeing, you know, the Zverevs of the world, the Medvedevs of the world start picking up Grand Slams, which I'm sure they will do once Federer, Djokovic, and Nadal hang it up. it's To me, it will feel like a hollow victory for them. Yeah. yeah, You almost, I, I hate to say it being a massive Federer fan, I think he's... Probably the least out of the three at the moment in terms of if you were to beat him in a Grand Slam, given his stage of the stage he's at and the injuries and the age, I think it probably means less than the other two. Yeah, but I don't know. I there would always be a part of me that would be yeah, I won a Grand Slam, but I was never good enough to beat any of those three guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I actually really like Daniel Medvedev. I think he seems like he's a real git. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, constantly moody. Obviously loved the stuff at the U S open sure. widening up the New York crowd is, 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 is great in my book, but he, um, yeah, it was amazing. The post-match press conference, he just looked almost like he was, he was pretty jolly. I'd say like, I don't think he, it was a, a sense that I never believed he was going to win that match. And there was kind of, I don't know. I'd be expecting after you got absolutely whooped in the final, uh, after you know, Djokovic completely destroyed it, and and it was a non-contest after the first set. Really, yeah, I'd be sure. expecting a bit more disappointment. I think for somebody who you know has obviously had a great run, beaten had that great run of beating top ten players, to go out with a whimper and then kind of go, oh, well, it's a bit of a learning experience. This is your second final, like, and it wasn't better than the first. And you know, I think that I think that's quite disappointing, personally.
1: Yeah, I can uh, I can see that, especially when. You, I forget what the head-to-head is um, without looking it up, but Medvedev has beaten Djokovic several times recently. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you just that kind of performance. I, like I was looking online, but before the match started, uh, all the tennis pundits and some of the odds, and s- some were calling Medvedev the favourite. Mm. And I, uh, they they didn't even look in the same. Like Djokovic looked like the number one player in the world. Medvedev looked like around one, you know, two hundred and twelfth opponent to me. Mm. That's what the golf was in that match. And I, I can I can kind of see it both ways. It was such an annihilation that there's not much he can say. You know, he can choose to be down and out about it or just be like, try, try and, or like you said, make a joke out of it. Um, I think if it had been a closer, hard-fought contest, he would have been more disappointed in a way. Yeah, I just felt like, like you rightly said, he was never in that match and at no point threatening to win that match.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's... Um, well, I think he said he was more disappointed after the US final against Nadal, which makes mm. sense g- given that, obviously, he took him to five sets. Um, but I I don't know. I just... I found it... Yeah, I just found, I found, I found it very strange. Or, or maybe, maybe we're just... Maybe we're being really unfair. Maybe... I mean, obviously, we've got to begrudgingly take our hats off to Novak Djokovic um, and mm. say, obviously, played a great final... He's just ruthless on that court and I think um yeah. I think that's that's kind of, you know as with Federer at Centre Court and Nadal at Roland Garros really they're just they're just that that's their court and that's where they play their best tennis and he normally brings it to the final and maybe it's just yeah it's it's one of those where you, we where you just go on any I think it's I think there was kind of an element of I don't think I could have beaten him on any day really which, yeah, is, which I, is worrying for those guys, but it was interesting. Um, obviously, Djokovic went through the injury early on in the. Um, well, are we going inverted commas, Joe, for injury or? Uh,
1: yeah, let's let's be generous and say inverted commas. Yeah,
0: so obviously Taylor Fritz match was the big the big blowout. Um, I think you've mm-hmm. you've you've got beef with uh, with Taylor at the minute. I think haven't you?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, like Djokovic, <laughs> it looked like he had given up. Completely, and then Taylor Fritz, as he's approaching the finish line, makes the grave mistake of not putting the nail in the coffin, and uh, allows Djokovic to find his form. You know, heroically fight through that extreme pain that I'm sure he was in. Um, tore He's still saying he definitely tore something. Um, yeah, which I'm you and I. Neither of us are medical experts, oh, but yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry if, you not? if that's a false. Word. Oh right, okay. I'm personally not, right. yeah, but um, I think if you tear, uh, and I think at one point he said a severe tear. Yeah. If you like have a full tear of some muscle in your ab region, I don't believe you can serve that well. Um, I don't think you can <laughs> swing through a tennis shot yeah. as you normally would. Um, there were times where he looked better than he's ever looked. Yeah, uh, Especially on serve. So, either he's that magic tonic water he's been drinking has magical healing powers, yeah. or he's making a big deal out of what was i'm sure a minor niggle
0: i don't know why he'd make such a big deal out of it though this is what so i think i think he must have had an injury i think i think that's that's probably true i just think it's he, so the the way the way i see it i think he either have, has a a pain threshold which is different to everybody else
1: mm.
0: Or he's just kind of, yeah, he's kind of faking it. I just just can't, I can't, I can't quite work out what's going on with him. Um, But he's, yeah, somebody pointed out, I think he clearly looks panicked when he gets, when he gets these injuries. He doesn't quite know, doesn't quite know what to, quite know what to do. But, um, but there's, I mean, uh, Nadal had an injury, for example, I think in the tournament, didn't he? And I think it was just a bit more handled with discretion, I think, than, uh, than Novak. But I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's. I don't know. I just don't like the way he goes about it. You know, I'm c- always comparing him to Federer, yeah. obviously, but like we find out months down the line, usually when Federer has some sort of injury. And part of that is gamesmanship. You know, he doesn't want to let opponents know that he's struggling with a certain part of his yeah. body. But I just kind of prefer getting on with it. You know, if you're, you, you can either play or you can't. Yeah. I um, think it's, it, it, and... it's
0: part of a wider thing. So the thing that really bugs me about Djokovic is the histrionics that kind of go along with, you know, when he misses a shot and he contorts his body, you know, yeah. and it, it's only when he misses a shot. Like, and, and I know oh, you yeah. can say, well, obviously, because he's obviously not in the right position, but... It's just so over the top in terms of missing his shots that you're kind of like, oh, shut up! Like that's not the re- that's not just the reason you missed the shot. It's almost like oh, something strange happened to my body at that point. And
1: yeah, I think it's no, it's part it's... of that
0: wider drama with him, which just gets a little bit irritating. Um,
1: yeah, he always um, he's the type to like every top professional player in the world shanks yeah. a shot every now and then. He will either, like you said, like, oh, you know, what what went wrong with my body there? Like, oh, that's a bit painful. Or he'll look at the court in a, like, accusing manner, even though, you know, it's a hard court and there's there's nothing wrong with the court itself. Maybe if you're on grass or clay, you can make an argument for a divot or bunch of clay or yeah. something on a hard court there's absolutely nothing yeah. wrong
0: with that. He's just uh, well it's yeah it's it's hard, it's hard to watch but I think um I mean going back to Medvedev I was I was looking at the the infamous next gen series. Um obviously he was he was part of the first induction in 2017 big mm. fan of next gen for those of you who don't know. Um I love I love what it's done for the game. Um, and uh <laughs> so I mean if you look at the players in that eight uh andre Rublev, yeah you know probably mixed career not really not really done anything as yet obviously got got knocked out by Medvedev here hatchinoff won a couple of titles not done amazing things shapovalov again likewise courage
1: so, yeah
0: uh jared donaldson who i'm not quite sure what's going on with jared at the minute i don't know if you've got any any up
1: um I'll reach out to the Donaldson yeah. camp um, and just see get some
0: feelers. Find out what's going on there. Um, yeah, uh, well obviously do. my favourite, Hyung Chung. Uh, <laughs> won a, what the, the guy actually won it. I have absolutely no idea what's happening to Hyung at the minute.
1: Um, last I heard, he was uh, forced into the South Korean army. I think so. He might be serving a tour of duty. Is he actually? I I d I don't know. There was something
0: about that flying
1: Amazing. around.
0: Yeah, he um uh, he the last thing I really remember about him was him getting a blister on his foot. Was that against Federer?
1: That was against Federer. That was basically the last anyone ever heard of. Uh, yeah, I'd chance. love to see I'd love
0: to see it back. Uh the Med So Medvedev is the seventh of that that group. Obviously done probably, I mean, without doubt, probably the best of those at the minute. Best, yeah. And obviously Gianluigi Quincy. Um uh, I just love that. I always love the number eight picks for these. Uh... It's the same <laughs> with like um, the Labour Cup as well. You know, it, oh, yeah. I don't know who was. Oh, was it? Uh, Is Nicholas Jarry, Isn't it? It's been in the past, but they've had they've had some excellent mm. players who've turned up as the kind of like let's let's get whoever we can in to represent the world team.
1: Yeah, the um, I was at the the last one they held. Um, Jordan Thompson was the alternate. Yeah. For Team World, um, every time they introduced him, they called him uh, Australia's man with the moustache. Wow,
0: that's uh, yeah, that's quite the moniker, isn't
1: it? Yeah, uh, he always didn't look pleased when he came out and heard that. So I don't know if they're okay yeah. with
0: him. I think that, um, needs, that needs to go I through his PR team. Make sure they're happy, they're happy with that. But uh,
1: yeah, amazing. Uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think who the Europe alternate was I think it was someone pretty good actually that year it might have Special been K? Carl Edmund uh he was one year I don't know if it was I feel like Batista Agu was potentially that's quite a good one yeah team team world is always struggling in that event for players obviously yeah but uh, that's a conversation absolutely so
0: as always uh so I mean moving on to obviously that the win um in Melbourne, takes Djokovic up to eighteen. With both Nadal yeah. and Federer obviously on twenty. Um, I mean, you'd expect expect Nadal to get twenty one at Roland Garros. Be very very surprised if he doesn't. Um, yeah. He looked decent. Obviously, he lost to sister pass, um, which was a very very strange match. He was swe- he was sweating that a was... lot really early on. Like, like it yeah. was, I think they had to get the baseline cleaned. Like every couple of games. because uh, it was I mean it was I don't think I've ever seen anything like it actually. I think it was an evening match as well, so I was surprised he was so so sweaty. Um anyway, that's uh, that's <laughs> by the by. Um he um yeah I I mean it's it's hard it's hard to see anybody but Djokovic you know overtaking both of those guys and and, and becoming becoming the guy with the most slams. I don't know what your thoughts are on it.
1: I I think at this point it's probably inevitable. Um, Part of that is you can blame it on the next gen not performing at the big tournaments. Um, And I just think time is on his side. Uh, You look at... I mean, Nadal's always had injuries constantly throughout his career. He's not going to be... Surely not going to be around much longer. Um, Federer, who knows what condition he'll be in when he makes his return? We'll we'll talk about that a bit later. But I, uh, yeah, I would it would it shock me by year end? Djokovic has twenty grand slams. No,
0: I'm pretty. I mean by year end. So he'd have to I mean he's unlikely to win the French, so you I so you think he's probably uh, uh, you know likely to win US and, and Wimbledon As
1: as much as it pains me to say, yes, he's got to be the favourite for both of those, yeah, at sure. Yeah, sure.
0: I think um I mean Nadal I presume will be winning Rodon Garros well into his fifties. So I mean he's <laughs> got quite he's got quite a few. Um but yeah I think I think I mean I think Goran Ivanisovich who's I didn't quite understand where Goran features because in uh, in Djokovic's camp, because Marion Vida was his. uh, I think Marion Vida maybe couldn't travel, um, but I think he must have multiple coaches then, Djokovic. But anyway, um, Goran came out. I think he said he's looking at Serena's record of of 23. So, and I, I don't know. I think that's, I wouldn't be surprised if he overtakes that really, you know, being on 18 now. Could he win six more over the course of the next few years, especially if Federer's not around? Nadal, yeah, I mean it, it, that that feels very possible now, doesn't
1: it? It it does, um, it does. And what's worrying to me is, like in in a matchup, especially in twenty twenty one, but in a Federer Djokovic matchup now, no matter what the surface. Djokovic will be the favourite, obviously. Um, I'm kind of writing Nadal off on hard courts against Djokovic. It's been so long since Nadal has performed well against him on a hard surface. Um, Like, our best chance is a 39-year-old Roger Federer. And that's, that's just a... Damning indictment on everyone else.
0: I think. I mean, it'll be uh, as I said. We'll, we'll talk about Fed a little bit later. I think it's it's hard to see him competing with Djokovic anytime soon. And it's obviously such a big yeah. unknown, isn't it? Um, but I, I just, uh, I mean, similar to the Medvedev stuff that we were chatting about earlier, I just can't see. I can't see anybody touching Djokovic until. I think that you need to attack him early on in the tournament, really, because I think once he gets to those finals on a hard court, he's just impossible. Yeah, and it's I so think big, he's just yeah. so dominant. Um, are we forgetting about Murray, obviously, coming back as well? Um,
1: I, I did, um, I don't know if you've followed his latest results, but I did see he got dumped out, I think, first round in the right. Challenger. To, uh, g- g- I had heard of him before. Garetsmov, possibly. Never heard of him. Yeah, I, the name looked familiar. I might be thinking of someone else, but yeah, um, obviously not. Did a great... he did he win by
0: Ella in the end?
1: I don't know. I I got to be honest. I'm not up to date with the challenger tournaments, even when right. Nadal I mean,
0: you've you got full time employment. You got other. You got other things to worry about. <laughs>
1: I think he, I think he made the final. final He definitely
0: made the final. I just can't. I can't quite remember. I'll, uh, I'll have to check that out afterwards. But I mean, yeah, I. I don't know. I if I if I had to guess, I'd say Djokovic, Nadal, Federer in terms of slams. Come the end of their, come the end of their time. I think that's
1: probably yeah the wise. How much do moment.
0: you obviously? I don't want to. This is this is quite a triggering event for you. How much does the the final at Wimbledon? Federer, Djokovic. Um, how big was that, do you reckon, and the actual swing of... Because what, what what did that move it? That moved him on to 16, did it? Or is that right? Uh,
1: yes, I believe what's he so. Won,
0: what's he won since then? Has he won...
1: I think he's won... Eight. Did he win the US that yeah, he year? won
0: Yeah, he won the US, what didn't he?
1: I think so. Um, and then... I won Australia yeah. last. Year. I mean,
0: I think. I mean, it it feels like that's. I mean, even just now, that would be Fed on twenty one, him on seventeen, feels like a bit of a buffer, doesn't it? Um,
1: yeah, it is a it is a big swing. Um, have sitting there, I was there for that match, as as you know. Um, I've never been so disheartened at a sporting result in my life than uh than driving home at the conclusion yeah. of that match. But we'll you know, that's again for another day. In terms of I, I think the great thing about Federer is his mentality though. Like he lost potentially his last chance at a Grand Slam. We don't know. In a probably one of the most heartbreaking fashions you can imagine. Um, and a few months down the line after that, he absolutely annihilated Djokovic at the World Tour Finals and knocked him out of that. So he has a very short-term memory. If they, if they, the stars align again and they meet in the Wimbledon final, and both of them are healthy and playing well, that. The result of that final will have no impact on that match, which I don't think a lot of other players can. No,
0: see. I think I think I think mentally, Fed's Fed's fire. I mean, I kind of view the just just based on the winners of the ATP Tour Finals in recent years, kind of view that as not a great barometer of the Slams. I just don't think they're. I don't think as much as Zverev said. He didn't he say he prefer win the ATP Tour Finals than a Slam or something stupid like that.
1: Oh, it's like maybe up, you Alexander.
0: can. Actually, you can say that when you've actually won a slam. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of strange to think. But I mean, do you want to do you want to give an update on what's what's Fed's plans? I think he's coming back pretty soon, isn't he?
1: Yeah. So for those of you who who don't know, which I'm sure is everyone listening to this, I am obviously a diehard Roger Federer fan. In case you hadn't noticed. Um, yeah. So. Coming back at Doha, which uh, as of this recording is in a couple weeks' time, uh, ATP 500 event, small fry, but it's it will be a good barometer to see where he's at. My biggest concern is his uh, fitness coach that he's had, I think his whole career um has done wonders for him really. He gave an interview a couple of days ago in German or Swiss German or some some language I don't speak, but the the rough translations were you know don't expect a 2017 return. You know, the circumstances are so different. 2017, obviously he's a lot younger. Um he didn't have any surgeries during that period between Wimbledon and the Australian Open. He was just rehabbing. Uh, And there's a big difference between a six-month gap between playing a professional tennis match and a year and two months. That's a long, long time, especially when you're about to turn 40. So, I'm going in with no expectations and just hoping he looks like he can still compete.
0: Is he, is he um, he's not he's, he's, he's not playing Roland garros is
1: he uh, he's currently intending to play Really? The play season.
0: Okay.
1: yes um because I, I i think the the reasoning probably there is how much how yeah. much longer can he you go You're like you can't if you skip an entire surface like you probably miss a big chunk of the time you have left
0: that's interesting i think that i find that slightly um i think i find that slightly worrying from a fed perspective because i think it feels like it's you know final world tour uh because i think if he was sensible coming back doing a full clay court season which he's missed in the past due to looking out trying to look after his body and prolong his career i think that's quite yeah. obviously quite it seems to me to be quite interesting I don't I don't you know that feels like it's maybe tr- yeah as you say trying to get that last run on Garrison to say goodbye which um I think for well I think for Federer fans I think I, th- I mean in my view I think it'd be great to have him back absolutely great to have him back and and I think the sport really needs him um I just hope he's coming back in good shape really
1: Me too. Uh, like another kind of worrying comments from, from the fitness coach, uh, Pierre, Pierre Paganini, I believe. I probably mispronounced that name horribly. Um, but he was talking about like the loss of muscle as well. Um, which is a combination of age and inactivity and the, those kind of things, they take time to come back, you know, um, if they come back at all. So, I don't know. I, I To counter your argument about it being yeah. like a farewell tour, I, I would say I don't think he would have two surgeries back-to-back on a knee to try and come back for
0: mm. a
1: few tournaments. I genuinely think if he comes back and he is able to play at a high level, he intends to play for at least a yeah. couple more years. Well,
0: that would obviously be great,
1: wouldn't it? Um, of course. And given the situation of the world at the moment, we have no idea how many fans are going to be at Wimbledon, if if any, you know, things change on a weekly basis at the moment. But if I if I'm him, like given how much he's adored throughout the world at every tournament he plays in, Like, do you really want to end it on, you know, a half empty stadium, uh, potentially Mm. no fans in some places? I just, that's, that's no sure. I mean,
0: between, let's, let's say between now and the end of 2021, what's a, what's a good outcome for Fed this year? Let's say, let's say he's, he's injury free uh, and he can, yeah, he can compete. What do you think is a good, good, Yeah, what would you like to think that he's done by the end of this year? Uh,
1: um, I would say a couple of, if he's going to continue to enter these smaller tournaments like Doha, and I don't know if he's going to add any others later, um, I'd say a couple of those title wins would be good um, because you're hoping like the Djokovic's, the Nadals of the world aren't going to play those really. Um, and then at slams i'd like to see semis final potentially um i'm not expecting a slam win uh it, it's it's really hard to say but when you haven't seen someone play in over a year like i just mm. it, it's such an unknown mm. such an unknown. well definitely looking forward to uh to
0: seeing how it pans out and um i think i think if he I think if he makes it to a semi or a final this year, he would have done incredibly well. I mean, unbelievably well given how long he's been out for, as you say, but yeah, hopefully great to see him back. And it's obviously, it's a much better sport with him, him in it, isn't it really? So, uh, as I'm, as I'm sure you agree, Um, Joe. Well, I think uh, that's all from us, but thanks very much for listening to this. Cannot be serious. If you, uh, if you like what you heard and want to subscribe, then, then please do. And uh, we'll look forward to, uh, Welcoming you with some more tennis next time.